From sunny Minnesota, this is the Polaris Podcast, brought to you by the Polaris Help Center. I am Joe Zemer, and I am not an expert, but I do know some experts, and this is Apparel Month on the podcast. So we're joined once again by our apparel expert, Polaris Apparel Product Manager, Josh Malls. Today, Josh is going to help us better understand off-road vehicle apparel. So if you're thinking about doing some holiday shopping or just dreaming about warmer spring weather, listen up. Josh has you covered. We're talking off-road apparel today, and if we're talking apparel, that means we're talking with Josh Malls. Josh, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. For those who didn't catch our snow apparel episode, which, by the way, can be found in our archives, can you tell us about your role at Polaris? Hey, guys. So Josh Malls here, the product manager for, for Polaris Apparel. And I've been with Polaris almost five years now, uh, starting within our, our, our PG&A group here in finance and then moving over to uh, the apparel product manager role, which I've been in uh, here for the last three years. So let's talk about apparel. And let's start off by talking about what is an extremely important piece of ORV apparel, and that is your helmet. Most ORV helmets we see are going to be worn with goggles. Is there a scenario in which I would not want goggles and would want a shield on my helmet? Yeah, I think the thing, you know, with uh, with with having a shield, you know, the typical snowmobile helmet obviously comes with with most of them come with shields, and and the thing there is 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 snowmobile helmets come with dual pane lenses, uh, and so what they do is, is is really meant for for keeping out the the cold, and so you don't necessarily want to wear your snowmobile helmet for for ORV riding because it will get very warm. So for that reason, you know, motorcycle helmets have single pane lenses. Uh, so if you do want to wear a shield, you'd want to want to definitely work with something that has a single pane lens just for that reason. It, it, it's going to keep you much cooler and, and keep you from overheating. Uh, and But I guess if you do, you know, if you do want to wear the shield, obviously most people do rock the, the moto style helmet with goggles in, in an ORV scenario just because it, it ventilates a lot better through the goggles. Um, most ORV open face helmets do have. Uh, a lot better venting and, and through flow. But if you do want, you know, full guaranteed wind protection, that is when you'd want to go that route and wear a shield. And like I said, you'd want to make sure you find a helmet that has the single pane lens, you know, if you're riding in a little bit um, uh, warmer conditions. There's a variety of helmets available. Other than just the price, what factors should I consider when I'm shopping for a helmet? Yeah, so I would definitely start off with with the cert, the certification of the helmet. So you, you want something that there's, you know, three main boards out there. So you want to make sure you have one that's ECE uh, or DOT or Snell certified, just to make sure that, that who you're buying it from, you know, went through and, and passed all those standards to make sure they did all the correct testing on the helmet. So that's the first thing. And then I would, I would look for something that has, that has really good ventilation uh, and, and fits well with, you know, if you're riding with the moto style helmet, that fits well with your goggles as well. So not all goggles are going to fit in, in every helmet. So there is a little bit of uh, uh, some research there that needs to be done just to make sure that if you already bought your goggles, that you, you make sure that fits. Most people buy them at the same time and try them on and they, and they know, but just one thing to consider there. And then another important thing to consider is is making sure it comes with a uh, a removable liner. So most ORV riding is done in the summer, so when you know it's hot and, and you're sweating, so you want to make sure that you know if you do get your helmet all sweaty, you have the ability to take it out and wash it just to make sure it it's it's not gonna you know be uncomfortable and smell. So that's one thing. And then you know if you're looking to step up, so so what I covered is is 
you know, in a basic helmet, you're going to be probably good 95% of the time with that. But if you are looking to, to step up in features and, and, and looking for uh, something that might perform a little bit better, a little bit lighter weight, then you want to go with uh, a carbon fiber or a fiberglass shell uh, as there's, there's quite a bit of difference there than, than compared to a plastic shell just in terms of weight. But like I said, most people, you know, are, 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 you are buying that, that lower range, you know, plastic helmet and, and just making sure that's good ventilation certified and, uh, and has that removable liner in it. Well, let's turn to the goggles you mentioned before. Do I want color goggles? Do I want clear goggles? Do I want both? And what does having goggles that are tinted a certain color do for me while I'm riding? Yeah. So each lens or, or, or color, you know, within the, with depending on what you buy, it's going to provide a much different, you know, visual riding experience. And, 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 you know, obviously on the snow side and even on the ORV side, depending on how long you're out each day, you're going to bring multiple with you to be able to easily, you know, flip out between the two, depending on, on the, on the, on the lighting situation. So just hitting on a few here, you know, looking at a clear lens. So obviously it has no tint, it's, you know, kind of like just wearing a pair of glasses, um, it, but it's going to protect you. It's still going to obviously protect you, but it, it's really meant for the clear is really meant for when it's cloudy and, and low light. So, you know, on, on, on those overcast days, it's going to, it's going to, you know, give you a good visual experience. And then on the other side, you know, compared to uh, an overcast day, if it's sunny, you're going to want something that's polarized tinted or what we call on ours 509 products is the smoke tint. Uh, which is going to help, um, you know, really block out that bright light and, and improve visibility and, and really reduce eye strain. You know, obviously similar to a car when you're wearing sunglasses, you don't want to, and it's sunny out, you don't want to be staring at that sun for, you know, if you have a longer ride. So goggles kind of work in that similar fashion. And then we also have a couple other options we sell that are, you know, top sellers are, are blue and yellow tints. So these are both uh, using the same scenario. So similar to the clear lens when it's, when it's cloudy and low light is, is when you'd want to use, when you'd want to use either of those. And it, it, a lot of it is personal preference. So, you know, like me personally, I, I just can't, I can't do the blue. It just, it, it, it's too polarizing for me. So I, I really like the yellow, uh, because I feel like it gives a lot more, a lot more shadows and a lot more definition to the, to the things around me and including the trail as well. So in addition to helmets, there's other safety things you can add uh, to your apparel. We offer tech vests and shoulder pads. What are the benefits of those items? And is there a trade-off? If I'm wearing those, am I giving up some mobility for protection? Yeah, and I think, um, you know, it's a very important safety piece here within the tech vest. So what they provide, obviously, is, is safety in the, in the case of, a, of an event or, you know, if you were to get stuck with a... Um, you know, you lose control of your vehicle and there's an event of a crash. It's really going to protect, protect your body and keep your, basically keep your internal organs intact. Um, to say it lightly is, is, is what it does. And, and, and it honestly can save you, save your life. So I think it, you know, it does, there is a little bit of a trade-off there for mobility, but, you know, like I said, it, it, it's one of those things that, you know, you wear your helmet, you wear your tech vest, it just becomes part of the ride. And, you know, for me, it's like, I, I just put it on now and I feel weird when I don't have it on. So I think, I think you do, you lose a little bit of mobility, but it's definitely, uh, I think the trade-offs of not wearing one is definitely, um, outweigh, you know, the, the favorability of wearing one. 
we previously talked about snowmobile apparel on the podcast, and a lot of that discussion was about battling the cold. But when it comes to off-road riding, there's a much wider range of weather or environment settings you can be in. So let's start with, like, the desert. If you're in the desert, what are some of the other apparel options or features you should be considering when you're out there in addition to your helmet, your goggles, and your tech vest? Yeah, I think... I think one of the the most important things, and we actually offer um, some gear here, but you really want to have breathable gear. So whether it's a ventilated mesh jersey or, you know, we offer some cooling shirts uh, that actually reduce your your surface temperature of your body. And and they actually have a UPF protection as well. So they protect you from from the ultraviolet rays of the sun. So you'd want to definitely go cooler there, um, you know, sticking with long sleeves, but, but breathable gear. Another important thing, you know, in the desert where it's, you know, it's pretty dusty is, is some sort of, of neck gaiter or neck buff to really keep, keep that dust away from your face uh, and really, you know, just provide a better overall breathing experience. So those are two things that really stick out to me. And, and obviously, you know, making sure you have a, a helmet that's comfortable for you and, and making sure that it doesn't get too hot. Uh, and, kind of, you know, obviously we touched on having the ventilation from the goggles and, and things before, but those are some of the adjustments that you definitely want to, to consider when you're riding in the desert. How about for those of us who are in the Midwest or maybe on the East Coast and are doing more of that trail sort of riding, what are some of the must-have pieces of clothing to either wear or bring along just in case? Yeah, so obviously outside of the things we talked about and, and having the helmets and the and, and goggles, I think you definitely want to, depending on what the, what the forecast is like for the day, you know, you want to make sure you have something to protect yourself from the elements, you know, whether it's rain uh, or the cold. So what, what I always bring and make sure I have in my glove box is a rain suit. So, you know, most rain suits are pretty light fabric. Uh, you know, most of them come with a bag that you can easily just stow them and, and put them in the, in the glove compartment. So that's one that I think is, is, um, is very beneficial. And then also bringing, you know, some layering just in case it is that, you know, if you're riding in the fall, you know, having a piece that, so for example, we offer a puffer jacket, you know, that folds down to the pocket. So, and then you can just throw that bag that it folds down into a bag within the pocket. So then you can just take that, throw it in the glove box, and then uh, you're covered there in case it does get a little bit colder. You have insulation and, 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 and wind blocker. And then the other thing too that I like for trail riding is, is, is having some sort of glove on just to make sure some sort of glove with knuckle protection, just to make sure, you know, if you are riding without, without a windshield or even, you know, on some trails, you know, you can get stuff can come in through the side. So having a glove with grip on it and then, you know, with knuckle protection is kind of a must have as well on the trail. I think that that's a pretty good list. I think of things to, to make sure you have with you just in case, you know, things change while you're out on the trail. How big of a range of options do you have for jackets for the off-road world? I know there is a huge range when you can look at the snow world, but for, for off-road, what sort of variations are there? Yeah, so we have, so, you know, the two that I mentioned were, you know, the rain, the rain jacket, we have that. We have the puffer jacket, uh, which is a really good piece that, like I said, folds down into the pocket and really gives you insulation and, and, and wind blocker. And then we also have, some new some new products we launched last year in, in kind of a, in the workwear line. So you have uh, we have a flannel jacket uh, which has which has um, a Sherpa fleece liner in it. So it's really warm 
uh, and it's a really it's really styled right. So it's not there's not too much too much branding on it. it it's kind of one of those jackets you can wear on the trail or, or wear you know out with your friends. And then we also have a workwear jacket. So uh, it's called our work jacket, and this one actually has that same DWR technology on it that I talked about in the snow podcast. So but then it also has 3M insulation in it. So it's a really good work, you know, jacket to wear if you're riding your vehicle to do chores and, and, and it's cold um, or, or just honestly on the trail. And then we also have finally our soft shell jacket, which is one of our top selling jackets. And this is, it's really a casual and riding piece. So it, it, it has a, it has that DWR technology, like I said, so it's going to force the rain um, to beat off and, and fall off. But then, it's made out of, um, it has a fleece liner as well in it. And it's a really cool fabric that's really comfortable that kind of works with you when you're on the trail. So, so definitely have quite a few options in terms of jackets. It's just, um, you know, just picking which one you want for the day and, and making sure you, you're covered. You mentioned rain jacket before, just to hit on that one more time because nothing will ruin a day like being wet. What should I look for if I want to find something to keep me dry in the rain? Is there anything from a fabric perspective or just in general that I should be on on the lookout for? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, making sure that it is it has some sort of coat in it uh, or, you know, coated with with some sort of DWR. Uh, But most most, you know, rain suits are are made out of similar fabric. So making sure it has a, 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 a membrane in it. And then, you know, most are most are made out of nylon fabric. So I think, you know, each there are a little bit you know, cheaper options out there that are essentially just plastic. Uh, you want to, I would stick away from those. Anything really under that $30 range is probably not going to perform uh, like a true rain suit would. Well, Josh, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate all the expertise and we're much better prepared now to do some shopping. So thanks so much for joining us. All righty. Thanks for having me. Thanks to Josh and a huge thanks to all of you for listening. If you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. We're happy you found us, and we're happy to have you in the Polaris family. Check out our archives to listen to past episodes. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a five-star review. Then hit that subscribe button and tell your friends to do the same. Check out the links in the description of this episode to find the apparel selections for all of our Polaris off-road vehicles. And make sure to stay tuned for more episodes. Until then, this has been the Polaris Podcast. Hey, everyone. That is Clover, and she would like to remind everyone that the Polaris Podcast is brought to you by the Polaris Help Center. That's right, Clover. The Help Center is your first stop for vehicle information, maintenance tips, and how-to videos. Just look for the Help button in the upper right-hand corner of any Polaris brand website. Hey, I'll tell them if you'll settle down and give me a chance. Anyway, Clover says to remember that all riders should always wear helmets, eye protection, and protective clothing and footwear. Read, understand, and follow your owner's manual. Never ride under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Ride within the limits of your own abilities and never engage in stunt or exhibition driving. Satisfied, Clover? <laughs> <laughs>